Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go. And welcome to this mild interruption to our top 25. Because as we were putting it together, we realized that this is technically our 200th official episode, for which we could not let pass by without some sort of celebration. This is Jerry, by the way. This is Gabby, host of Board Game Snobs, also with us. Enrique, hello. Hello. Hello there. Normally, we do something very special for these episodes that end in a number that is round. Unfortunately, we were unable to cobble anything together for our 200th episode. You think we would have thought further ahead. We asked Bubba to come on, for which he did not. He's not here. Because he is a mercenary or a superhero. In the fields of Guatemala right now, no doubt. Or something. He may literally be the ghost of Kiev. He might be hunting for Putin. That would explain why he's... Like, able to travel so fast. Or knowing Bubba, he misunderstands and he's hunting for pudding. That's how he is. You expect one thing from Bubba, then oftentimes, like, he just blows your mind at his complete misunderstanding of what you actually said. I wouldn't say Often that. occurs in board gaming when he completely misunderstands a rule. He does <laughs> misunderstand. A critical rule. Yes. It's generally very something critical, which is very odd because he's... Oh, I thought I got to count victory points every time. Yeah, something like <laughs> like that which we are all one to talk because we just got three playing libertalia wrong so it's okay but i will say it has a horrible rule book as we're going to talk about libertalia or just you well, just mentioned that passing I just mentioned in passing we'll talk about it again later yeah, okay. we'll let it simmer a little bit because this episode like i said is special it's our 200th episode i mean it's only special in that we're saying it's special it's numerically but fact, special but in fact it's really not going to be that different than any other episode well every episode we had plans on it being different we were, we were going to have Bubba here. We were going to have him do his new Bubba Top 5, but we are going to have Enrique do his Top 5 games. Which he has prepared extensively for. I like how you're trying to play he's that been, He's been preparing for several minutes. <laughs> yes. Several. Uh, several seconds, more like it. And I gave him my phone with my stats. I'm like, these are the games you've played. And you know how how much I had to go through and just like try to remember the stuff that we try, that we played? All over the years. Because all that's on your mind right now is Elden Ring, and you can't wait to get back. I actually finished that. Like You finished of, Elden Ring? Yeah, like like 200 hours in, and I finally finished it. <laughs> like, was that four days for you? Uh, like, no, it was like probably like three weeks. Scale of one Still. to two. You know how long it would take most people to play a 200-hour game? Uh, like a year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you did it in two weeks? Hey, yeah, basically. That's either impressive or sad. Well, if you don't shower. <laughs> well, I'm not go- I'm not going to lie. I mainly, Please don't lie. I mainly I like, do not appreciate I goofed around, around the game, just like doing like a bunch of PvP stuff. It's just What's PvP? PvP. What's PvP? Uh, player versus That's what player. you smoke to get extremely high. PvP. That's PCP. Um, PCP? Oh. What? No, that's what you use to hook up plumbing to your toilet. That's PVC. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's private first class. That's PVT. (laughs) PFC, actually. PFC! We're here to talk about I thought that's when you fight with no gloves on. (laughs) Listen, you got to stop. We're not, you know, yes, UFC, and you know I'm going to keep this up. 
So stop, because you know I am about acronyms. I'm not pro acronyms. I acronyms. Okay, here's what I hate about acronyms. I love acronyms. In fact, the other day I was on a podcast with some friends and we talked about peace and tranquility. I call it PNT. See, look, but <laughs> I ain't got time for all them syllables. No, but and the, oh, I like how we're going to get an extensive talk about acronyms. And acronyms. And acronyms. <laughs> or, or I just don't like the fact that everybody decides. Like when text messages, that really upsets saves time. Me. No, it upsets me. Like I, I understand that some of it is necessary, but some of these on like Reddit or other websites where they're utilizing this text to messaging verbiage. I don't know what they're talking about. Like today, I said, what's your ETA? I didn't have to sit there and spell out, what time do you think you'll be here about? ETA, everybody knows that. I know, but those types of abbreviations are fine. They're fine. I don't mind them. I don't like it when people try to abbreviate everything. They come up with weird stuff. They're trying to make it more of a general use. It's not cool. I don't like it when people speak in acronyms. I've been in the medical field for 20 years. I rarely, on like you see on the American shows, when they're rushing people through the hallway and they're always spouting off all these various types of, mm-hmm. of, of acronyms. I, no. But it saves time because lives are at stake. No. Everybody, we don't have time. Everybody who's ever I, I been, don't have time for you to say cubic centimeters. Every, CC. No. That's no. Listen. <laughs> Anybody who's ever been to an emergency room knows nobody's rushing very fast. Stat. Nobody says stat. That's not a thing. What does stat even stand for? No, it doesn't stand for anything. It's not an acronym. It's not? Nope. It's not. Get here. Statistics. I thought it was no, like short for no, statistics. Not. Like they need the statistics of what's going on. It's a made up term to make people look stupid when they use it. Start yelling <laughs> stat. Get here. Stats. So is this the banter? Well, here's the thing. I had posted because I, I actually expected. You know what? <sighs> I really thought Bubba was going to be here. Bubba let you and down. so, like, I posted, and I was like, we're recording episode 200. If y'all have any questions, all these things. And several people replied, and I thank you for that. Sam Rulo wants Enrique to finally conclude an episode without being erupted. <laughs> I mean, if we do that, we have to end the show. That's not yeah. going to happen. It's, if that's going to be a thing, that's going to have to be a special case. Dave, just a thing. I don't know how you say your last name, Dave. It's B-R-A-J-C-K-I. Brocky? Brodsky? Balanco? Brayiki? He wants Bubba's current top five. Guess what? Bubba's not here. We asked, uh-huh. him, we asked him to come. He did not. Adriel Crow? Let's, I'm just going to call you Ed. Ed Crow. Top five banter segments. I, I, I That's going to require too much research. I ain't got time for that. I can't go back. I'm the only one that would even bother doing it. Nobody else would. So that's just not going to happen. Enrique's Bubba Top 5, as well as Bubba's Michael Vinoy. Enrique, Enrique's Bubba Top 5, I can pretty much do because we just played Libertalia. That's the last game played. Mm. What's your favorite movie, Enrique? Oh, man. It's like you're just you're trying to hit me with all the... Dis- Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually have to think upon it's that still one. Still Magnolia. Something still just Magnolia. completely something weird. Something Julia Roberts related, no doubt. Driving Shall we dance? In. No, that's not Julia Roberts, but that is Richard Gere from Pretty Woman. Favorite movie, huh? You're going to have to like come back. We'll come, come back, back to that. you. Go ahead on that. David uh, Allen asked, please ask Jerry his top five historical figures he'd like to play games with. 
I didn't see this question before. Gobby, top five fictional characters you'd like to play games with, and time permitting, which games? Okay, time's not permitting. Jerry, your top five historical figures you'd like to play games with. Oh, man, on, on the spot, Lincoln, number one, because I'm currently lis- uh, listening to a book about Lincoln's uh, speeches. He was a great speechwriter, and... I find him to be rather interesting. Fun oh, he liked talking about scores of games. Four scores. Yes. Fun. I'm so embarrassed. Fun fact. Lincoln was, I guess, drove his business partner and his lawyer partners crazy because he always read out loud. He would not read silently. He didn't know how to read without moving his lips. No, he just did it for practice. So he'd be in his office and just read everything out loud. And I guess it also helped him retain information. So Lincoln. That's one. Lincoln. That's Lincoln. Of course, uh, Horatio Nelson, just because I'm big into the, uh, uh, you know, maritime admiralty thing. Nautical. Nautical. Uh, Another historical figure. Let's see. Boy, that's hard. I mean, like, of course, you think if you're thinking of somebody much, all the greats, you know, you want to have Alexander the Great. Are the earphones hurting your ears? No, I'm I'm trying to think favorite movies. <laughs> so I'm I'm. I'd take the headphones yeah, off. He's really thinking. He's deep tuning now. you out. Basically. That's okay. Although he can still hear you because he's sitting right next yeah, to you. Yeah, but it, but this kind of like yeah, it's those, much more pronounced. So, well, the yeah, reason we have headphones is to discourage people from talking over each other, it which doesn't, that doesn't, it doesn't work help me. because Gobby can't hear. No, I'm deaf. Um. <laughs> Then those those are the top three I can think of. Did you of say right. Alexander? Mm-hmm. Hamilton. And oh. Great. <laughs> Let's throw what about Bell? No. You're like, hit me up. No, I don't Can know. you hear me now? No, I don't like him. Okay, so fictional characters. I mean. Fictional characters. But he asked me for my top five fictional characters because he clearly knows that I don't know anything about history. <laughs> I can name those for you. Uh, the dude off the expanse. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> yes, you'd love him. Which one? Amos. Oh, oh, I do love I do Amos. I love Amos. Oh, he you would. But he doesn't have the patience for a board game. Well, Amos would play a board and game. And if I beat him, I'm, I'd be afraid he would shoot me or punch me in the face. Uh, uh, Mal off of Firefly. Uh, well, you're doing quite well. Uh, Who else see. would be my top five? <laughs> I'll just, I'll I'm Solo, William Shatner. I mean, uh, Captain Kirk. Stop, because you, got, you have to have space for Dominic Toretto. There you go. Done. That like that's my perfect top five right there. In games, uh, I don't know. My, Mason Pierce says you should play Family Feud. You get all the answers right every time. Family. <laughs> Mason Pierce says I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Ah, we do. Luke Holt says Luke Holt, not Lou Colt. Luke Holt. Holt. Says, I'd love to hear what each of your favorite episode you've done was. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That, uh, that. <laughs> uh, that might be proper English. It just sounds, it sounds weird. weird. Holt or all Luke. Your favorite episode. <laughs> favorite episode. You've done was. Done was. Done was. What's the favorite one I've done was? I really liked the Jag episode. That was a good one. The Snake Rectum <laughs> one was good. The Enya one was really the I mean, one that turned us around. That's like in the twenty. We turn out so much gold. That's it's hard to just pick one. I mean, we I mean, we're just. I mean, if people, it's effortless. If the world, it's effortless. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm quite fond of the one where uh, in the first part we're doing an Australian Darth Sidious, and in the next part we're talking about depression. That yes, pretty much any episode. Which you edit out a lot of the yelling and the crying, but well, that's yeah. every episode. Nobody wants to hear Nobody that. Nobody wants to hear that. So, yeah. That's and Ryan uh, Maxwell, he wanted to have our wives come on. And, well, uh, uh, it's just not. There you go. 
Gina, Gina has texted. She texted me just now and said, "Please take me out to eat, <laughs> or maybe just." I would oh, hope so. No, no. Hire, an, hire an assassin. You tell her. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gina. <laughs> she starts. To- <laughs> you asked for this. You asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's her or me. Eric no. Shear asked this question. I'm not quite sure where he was going, but it's is it wrong to make the game room look like the inside of a PC gamer rig? You keep putting all your pictures of this room up, and this is a very interesting room. It's my eclectic room. I have you things look, of which I'm fond of, like and Twitch, I like lights. Twitch streamer. It's got a lot of... Of course. No, we'll go ahead. I like good lighting in a board game room, but it's... it's. Well, I have lights for the gaming part, because yeah. I light this place up yeah. to, to the point where sometimes it gets warm in here. It does. And then uh, I also have lights for when I video game. I like to turn out the lights and just have my PC gamer rig lighting. And I like it. I don't know. It just sets the mood for me. And Dan Hughes said, really excited to hear your final episode. <laughs> so... There we go. Well, you never know when that might be. So episode 200, we weren't going to make a big deal of this one because it but, was just 150 that we that was the really nice one where people like sent in voicemails and we had bubble on. It was three hours long. And we fought about the quintessential. That was an amazing episode. That was a good episode. I don't remember anything about that episode. You were, <laughs> you were drinking whiskey, not a 5% beer. I don't remember that episode. It was a good one. So, but, uh, so, but two hundred is it's we're just going to basically acknowledge that we've done two hundred episodes. Big deal, you know what? Big deal. This is my thing. September will be when we have done this for five years together. It's our anniversary. I have made reservations at the best Pizza Hut in town. I'm going to get a limo, and me and Enrique and Jerry are going to hop in and enjoy the ride. Hmm. Well, that'll be a treat. It's it will be a treat. I love Pizza Hut cheese sticks. What? Yeah, yeah the Pizza Hut cheese sticks. They're really I good. I mean, what? I don't have another option around here. Oh. Like, they're all right. They're all right. I was going to uh, Bubba, and of course, Bubba being Bubba, he was supposed to be here. He's also He's let us down. Finishing up our Patreon, which we were going to announce on our 200th episode. Apparently, it's not done. It's not done yet. But hopefully, by the time this is all up. It will be done. So maybe then the Patreon, if you want to support us, you can. Uh, that money will go towards buying. You can fund our next trip to BGG. Which we are going to spring. BGG here. spring. If you're going, let us know. May 27th, I think. Email us at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Right. Also, get us another laptop. With this laptop about had it. It's just about on its last but leg. But that's all right. So every time I fire it up and it's super slow, I'm like, come on, baby, it, one more time. It, it growls. <laughs> it growls an awful lot. But Enrique's not going to BGG this year. No, I you're am, going to Barbosa? Um Barcelona. That's the guy Brazil? that was a pirate. No, you're not going to Brazil. Oh yeah, that's Brazil. right. Brazil. Uh, what was it? You don't even know where you're going. I like I had it in mind, I, and then I had to say Brazil. I've been giving him a hard Belize. time. Belize. There we go. He's going to go visit his <laughs> uncle. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> that was so cheap, but it was just slightly funny. It's there. It's right there. That's nothing you could do about that. You couldn't left it alone, but that's fine. He's going to Belize, unfortunately, during the time. That we will be at BGG. Yes. So he will not be present. Bubba's going, hopefully. To Belize? No, to BGG. That'd be awkward. (laughs) I'd be like, Bubba, what are you doing here? (laughs) Just show up. And he's like, I got some wet works going on. (laughs) The ghost of Belize. (laughs) It's like, is this another one of your travels, Bubba? 
So that's a thing. Hopefully the Patreon be up. If you want to give us your money, please do. Or we don't. need all the money you can give uh, us. Of course, we'll turn you upside down. We give haven't us- bought board games oh. in quite some time. Give us your pocket change. Although I did buy Libertalia, but this is not a board game podcast. Against right? Jerry's wishes. Yeah, Libertalia. We played it. It's interesting. I need to play it again we'll before we formulate it. our thoughts. Yeah, because we like jacked it like first time a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it's not like a little bit. It was kind this of a major a, thing. A, so a few critical rules we got wrong. Right. I was going to read an email because of wow. some recent things that had taken place in... Uh, I, I know you have a podcast regarding film. Do you know about Bruce Willis, right? I do know Bruce and his recently stepping back due to... Is it aphasia or asphasia? Well, Tyler from Chicagoland mm-hmm. wrote us here. Mm-hmm. Actually, just today. And, you know, Tyler is an actual SLP. Which is an acronym I don't mind using. Mm, slap. It's a. It's a. Tyler it, slaps. It, well, it's a. It's a. a speech therapist. Uh, I think the actual term. Speech lingui- linguistics practicer. That's exactly what that stands for. It's yeah. a speech language pathologist. <laughs> okay, so there you go. See, I can't. Okay. Anyway, so he wrote this because he's somewhat a very lengthy email because he's somewhat irritated about the media portraying Bruce Willis as just having as aphasia. So. Anyways, he goes on, Tyler does, about how aphasia is defined by the National Institute of Health. It's a condition that occurs following damage to portions of the brain that controls language abilities. These areas control auditory conference. Uh, he, he, boy, he's going on. He's, he is a very extensive in his, his writings regarding aphasia. He says, when the media describes Bruce Willis as having been diagnosed with aphasia, this is only part of the picture, as aphasia is typically a symptom of some sort of brain damage. Aphasia can be caused by multiple things. Chiefly among them are stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain tumors, cancer, or types of dementia. When they were saying that, I was I was wondering if maybe he had suffered a stroke or something and like just maybe didn't know it or wasn't published or something. There is a type of dementia called the frontotemporal dementia, sometimes called FTD. This is the most common form of dementia among younger adults like Mr. Willis, who is 67 years old. There are two subtypes, one of which is called primary progressive aphasia, which is also called PPA. We love acronyms. This is... PPA, Peppa, Peppa Pig. Don't make fun of this now. You're going to upset Bruce. Uh, If I were to guess what Bruce Willis has and are likely why people are just calling it aphasia, it is also why I'm frustrated with the media calling it aphasia, because it might make people think that aphasia is a degenerative brain disease, which it is not. It is also annoying to me because FTD and PPA are things that deserve more media attention. They are particularly vicious degenerative brain disease that can completely change someone's personality, cause memory loss and cognitive impairment. I know the pains of this firsthand as it is currently happening to my father. My dad was diagnosed with FTA, primary progressive aphasia, in November of 2018. He says he's seen his dad's language abilities and cognitive skills gradually deteriorate, and frankly, it's been really hard. He displayed some symptoms in the years beforehand, including some memory impairment, impulsivity, and impaired reasoning. You might be thinking he's likely to have you as a son because you and your wife are both speech therapists. Oh, his wife's speech therapist, too. But this has been both a blessing and a curse since I have a professional experience with how to help him and educate him and my mom about the ways to help him, but prove providing speech therapy to family and friends creates numerous ethical dilemmas. Anyway, you slice it, watching your parent degenerate at a relatively young age, 64 in this case, is quite tragic, regardless of your profession. So yeah, this is something that goes around a lot. And I think it's also, whenever any time a celebrity has some sort of issue like that, it's an easy way to raise awareness 
And it's also kind of frustrating when that happens because sometimes the media just portrays it as one thing when really you don't really... You have to skirt this line of breaching somebody's privacy or raising awareness about a disease process, I guess. So I I feel sorry for that for Bruce Willis because, I mean... So what is it then? Is it brain damage that affects your speech? Well, there's... there's Due to... Stroke or something? Oh, it could, well, that's that's the thing. Is that aphasia is there's several. I think there's like three different types of aphasia, if I'm not mistaken. But the causes of it, it's generally a symptom of something greater. So just having aphasia doesn't necessarily mean that you have you know degenerative, you know dementia, cancer, something of that nature. But in Bruce Willis' case, that may be the actual issue. He may be deteriorating greatly, and you know that that it, it almost a terminal condition so to speak, you know, something greatly debilitating. Sucks. So it's like, you know, somebody saying, oh, I've got, I've got the flu. And then, you know, you know oh, well, you know, well it's kind of like, is. this is a, a, an example of it being done on a much lighter scale. When people, it, it irritates me when people say, oh, I have migraines. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. And, and yeah. they, they don't, they yeah. have headaches yeah. that hurt maybe kind of bad. It's not a migraine. No. Now, migraines do have a scale that I know some aren't as bad as other, but my mother had migraines where we would have to take her to the ER and she would have to get Demerol shots Mm -hmm. and she'd be out for weeks after that shot. I mean, I can can see the frustration was like, oh, yeah, I have this, too. But like, no, no, you don't. And it's you're not really. That's kind of like the same thing I'm kind of thinking of there. Right. Yeah, and I mean, that is a common thing. People say migraines, and migraines are, yeah, they're awful. I mean, usually if you have a migraine, like I've ha- I can, I get bad headaches, and I'm prone to it because my mother has them. Uh, R.I.P., Mom. My mother had them. She didn't die from the migraines, by the way. We're keeping this. Uh- and my brother has them. Right. But I recall, I can tell you the two times I've had a migraine. Because the first time I was like 12 years old and stayed home from school throwing up all day. And the other time I went to the ER because I couldn't get rid of it. And I was just absolutely awful. So when people say, I have a migraine, like, and they're like going shopping. I'm like, no, no, you do not. (laughs) You're irritating me. So I could, I could sense the frustration. uh, Luke Holt. That was Tyler from Chicagoland. Ty- oh my, you got them I'm all mixed so up. This is what happened. To I just rattled it. off like 10 different names. So yeah, That's okay. Tyler from Chicagoland. And uh, I'm sorry to hear about your father and hang in there. And, uh, you know, most of us that get around this age, I don't know how old Tyler is, but he sounds like a younger man. Of course, I'm 45, so I'm at the age where lots of folks are younger than me. <laughs> And it's unfortunate. Yes, you're coming to the end. <laughs> but I saw, but I saw my mother uh, kind of degrade over the years, unfortunately. And it, it does suck when you get to that age. But being in their sixties, in the sixties, like that's not that's not that old. Especially being that I'm forty five. 60's not that old. <laughs> You're getting there. You're getting there. Oh, but it's going to be hard to detect any issues that you might have because most of. <laughs> Some of the some of the symptoms of some severe illnesses are just your personality, your, your complete forgetfulness. You. you know, so it's like we just won't know. That's I mean, fine. I literally forgot Tyler. It's all right. I called him Luke Holt. Well, that's a good name. That's a good name. Luke Colt. Enrique. Yes. Have you? That'd be a that'd be like a good cowboy name, Luke Colt. And you carry a Colt forty five on you, and you pull that real quick. And of course, it's ivory ivory handled. No, you killed several elephants to get that no. pearl handled.
That's a lot of pearls. Yeah, well, you don't. It's 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 vegan. You gotta kill a vegan gun. You gotta kill a lot of pearls. You kill a lot of elephants. Enrique, your yes. favorite movie, and why is it? I have I have Power Rangers. And why is it? <laughs> well, no, why was it? Was this other one Metal Alchemist or something? No, no, no. Yeah, I Full think, Metal Jacket Alchemist. I, think, I believe Chris, my my older sister got me to watch this once. Mean Girls. No, no, no. it was a uh, Major Pain. Oh. I love Major Payne. Uh, it was a great. That's not a. Uh, we need some movies. Okay. Hey, you know, to each it's, their own. It's better than nothing. <laughs> and you know, um, but, but that was more of a of the great works of art that have been performed on cinema. Marlon Wayans. <laughs> no, it's Damon. Damon. Yeah, uh, Damon. Damon Wayans. <laughs> Damon yeah. Wayans. And then another one was probably uh, Catch Me If You Can. That's a great show. No. Yes. that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite the wide swath you cut there. I'm thinking it's like what was a good movie in general that just had like a nice like nice plot to it and the Catch Me If You Can was a good one. Catch me if you can. And now if it I'm is. thinking if I'm thinking like what was the most hysterical thing I could think of right off the bat? And that was Major Payne. Oh well, I disagree there. Like but for me, you know, like, this I, is like, your list. Like at a favorite like movie where I would watch it on days in, it would probably be Major Payne. Watch it at at a days in, more like. <laughs> but it was still See? a good movie. Even that joke wouldn't have made major pain cut. <laughs> Well, Dumb and Dumber. If I'm going to choose my favorite oh comedy God. of all time, and I, 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 it's the a- basest, <laughs> it's based the most base of comedies. Based Dumb and Dumber is <laughs> the height of comedy to me. Oh God! I can watch that and laugh every time, and it's just stupid, gross-out humor. I mean, one of the biggest scenes is Jeff. Uh, what's his name? Who was in that? Jeff. Uh, Oh my God, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. And he had like taken some X-Lax or something. <laughs> he was on that toilet. I mean, that is that was hilarious. Give me some good bathroom humor and I'm good to go. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to shoot down your major pain. Like, I understand. It's just uh, not like for me, I don't, like just overall of where I could remember and just like come up with a spot. Major uh, pain is funny. It is a funny movie. But I didn't expect that when we asked for your favorite movie of all time. I thought it might be like, you know, Star Wars. That's or like a mainstream thing. Marvel if I was, if something. I, if I was going to do mainstream, I, that would have been that would have been easy. But Yeah, I'm, so you went real retro. <laughs> yeah, I went with... Yeah, I real, went with, real obscure. Yeah, I went with like, what's a good movie? Like an actual good movie that you don't see for a very long time. Why don't you shut that window behind? It's a helicopter this is, coming. A helicopter in. flying. A behind helicopter. This is this has been an active episode with your wife bursting in, and now a helicopter. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, be sure and sl- slam the window. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, this is like no. This is after two hundred episodes <laughs> and wreck. dozens of a mini episodes. Wreck. Car record. Why? You, why are they called a train wreck? Listen, two hundred. Ep- something is bad. Listen, listen two hundred episodes. You think you'd learn not to interrupt a sentence? <laughs> much less. We're two hundred. Episodes in, you got headphones. Why are Just train keep wreck? your mouth shut for a moment and let somebody fit. Oh, it's a train wreck. <laughs> What's the deal with a train wreck? Why not a car wreck? Oh my god! All right, here we go. Right. Um, what's your top five? Well, this is a board game podcast, yeah, isn't it? This is a board game, podcast. and we are actually interrupting. Hey, our- we've done suddenly Italia. <laughs> no, we got to do in- is it Talia or Talia? <sighs> Libertalia, al ghoul. Libertalia? I think it's Libertalia. Talia or Talia? 
That's what we you just You can't said. even read. I love it when people repeat my jokes. It's Libertalia or Libertalia? I don't know. Is it Libertalia? I done told you once. Oh, it's like over here. I'm it's okay. Yeah, you that. can't see it. So this, let's do our Enrique. <laughs> lay hands on it. Now, first of all, I want to, I want, uh, uh, I'll touch on this later Fine. regarding our People's Choice Awards that's currently going on. We're collecting data for that, which I'm super excited about. And I want to talk about that later. What a nerd. Okay. It's very, very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So what better candidate of just randomness than Enrique, whose opinions about board games are so crazy and so, I don't want to say unrefined, but... How dare you? It's, this it's, man has major pain as his favorite movie. Stochastic. It's more. It's more of a like a, a unconsistent kind unconventional. of unconventional. Let's go there unconventional. You go. So, your number five board game of all time. As he looks around the room, <laughs> see which box he can. I thought read. you maybe wrote it down. Uh, well, no, I have it. Just, okay, okay. Uh, Western Ledger Legends. Western the Western Legends. Ledgers. West, Ledgers. Well, yes. Legends. Legends. Western Legends. Very nice. That's a sandbox game called Colossal Games. It was, it's it's a nice little party game that I could like hop in. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not really a party game, but I it's a play code it, names. It's mad. Well, Y'all want to play code names or Western Legends? It's up to you. Western Legends. <laughs> it would be Western Legends. Western Legends. Okay. It's just. It, it, like, I, it's a, I've got my chat. So code names is out, apparently. It, it was a, top five. It's a game that Don't you give just, it away. It's, it's a game that you can just like say, hey, you want to play this and just set it up easy. And then it's like a like five minute introduction and it, you're good to go like you it, plus people, do you want to be a cowboy baby basically it's just like it's you a, want to be a cowboy it's a, like who doesn't want to uh, like be a cowboy who's your favorite cowboy i would have i would have also have to think upon have that. you ever watched a western like like the like the 1950s we've had of, this discussion it like a couple i would have to like like I don't ask my father about you, all that. Okay, so yeah, I'm pr- like, there's a couple I've watched. It's just I don't know the name of them of some of them. Okay, but w- we're going to let that slide. Why is it when people talk about buttless chaps, there's no butt in the chaps? Why doesn't the less apply to other things? Why isn't it instead of fat-free jes- dressing? Why isn't it fatless dressing? Fatless dressing? Yeah, sugarless gum. Why? Why is it sometimes it's sugar-free, sugarless? Well, here's the thing. When I and I know this is my own. Weird, it should be butt-free chaps. When I think of something that's less, I think it's reduced. So when you say sugarless, I know people tend to think that that's like there's no sugar in it. That's sometimes not the case. I think that sugar less might be a more technical term to where you're not saying that there's sugar. But if you're talking about a loveless marriage, you generally mean we've lost the feeling of love in our marriage. Right. I know what the nomenclature of it is, but that it's I think are, that are technically like, it's like not on a technical term of where it it needs at least a little bit of sugar or where it's like okay, but, but not- sugar free gum has zero sugar in it. Yeah, but like, does that really mean what that means? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it does. Because then, if it had like, nobody no says sugar. I'm in a reduced love marriage, <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> right? It's, just, it's the same. I'm, we we uh, incorporate less and free, but they both mean the same thing in j- most contexts mm. in our vernacular. It's weird. I don't know. Or our nomenclature. We'll come back to that later. We'll have to think on that. That's a good question. Enrique, as you stroke your Fu Manchu mustache. Uh, n- number four would would be uh, Dime Marker. Wow. 
even though it's a very dry game, it's a very like you have to say end- wetless game. <laughs> wetless game. <laughs> but it even though it's a very wetless game. Moisture ab- absent. <laughs> it is moisture it, free. Moisture free. It, it kind of ca- almost captures that uh political feel to it of where right, of German politics, yeah, which you're German an expert po- on. <laughs> you got this. But it's a it's a nice game of where you have to anticipate what's, what's that's good of what's going to happen, and then it's just like because you you guys that's watch, like going from major pain to catch me if you can. That's, yeah, that's exactly what you expect <laughs> from this list. Western Legends to die marker. Like you guys watch yeah. pretty like, much the same. Like first round just like be a complete flop, and then the second round it's like, oh god, what happened here? It's like the tables turned. <laughs> but yeah. it's a nice little game, and I. I've loved it. I like how you call it a nice little game as if it's not two hours long of intense it's, thinking. It's not that hard. It's not, it's just, it's it's not two and three hours long <laughs> easily. It's not, it's not like... Enrique, that game is tremendously difficult. It, Don't it, call it a nice little game. What are you talking like, about? Me, it's a me, light game. <laughs> it's it was a good a light filler. Game. A nice little filler game. It was for me. It was a nice little, little light game. It's like it's you're not, out of your mind. You told us you didn't even know what was going on the first couple rounds, yeah, which is why he didn't rounds. do anything. And then as soon as I caught on, it was like, okay, I understand. It's not like a game of where I have to play it multiple times. Wow. It's like I understood. This like play like that in between to... plays of wingspan. This <laughs> this list slaps. This nice little breather game. So, so far, I've been impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> They're so two good games. I've not. I've I was weary about his list because last time it was pretty much trash up until the very last. This is starting off good. This is starting off really good. Two solid games. Go ahead. All right, let's not mess this up. Number three. Number three. Just give me a moment. I'm trying to... He's trying to remember. He's trying to rank them. I told you to write it down. it's fine. Jerry said write it down like three times and you refused. He doesn't write very well. You you kept saying, you're not my dad. You're not my dad (laughs) and kept crying the whole time. Okay, and here we are. No, 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 I got it. Long pause. And then... And then it would be London. What? London? Yeah, London. The Martin Wallace game. Yeah. You continue Card to blow my like this is just coming this out is of some left field. High, yes, this is nothing. <laughs> but out of left I had field. I had Candyland as number even, five. <laughs> I don't even think Enrique ain't played London in seven years. No, <laughs> we played is, it pretty, no, no, we played London here very yeah. recently. That's a great game. It is a great game. Why do you and, like it? Uh the management mainly. The management of the peasants. Yeah, basically. And the poverty. It's, because it's like... Poverty it's shallow. Like, oh, hey. It's like little black cues. Just like, okay. And it's like, this isn't too bad. And then it's like... If Here you, comes the, another light game. Another light game. It was... It was took, a quick filler. That took a little bit more time to understand. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, London Gobby, took more than Diemacher? It's, Gobby, it's difficult. Gobby, Gobby, I couldn't understand anything like for London for like a couple of games. And then I understood it. I'm ranking of this... like. The games of you know, where I, it took me no, a while this to is understand. Per- this is perfection for you. This is what I completely expect. <laughs> the unexpected. <laughs> but it was... It, it was you know when they say expect the unexpected? That's like, me. that's generally impossible. But if you're talking about a list from Enrique, I expect it to be unexpected. <laughs> like, I would have zero idea what he's going to pick. So far, I've been wrong. <laughs> I have a guess it is number one, but that's it. So I don't know. It may have changed. You're number two, sir. Uh, okay. I've got okay. your, that was, that was the number one. That was his number one. I, uh, okay. 
we just got through playing Anachrony with like every single with expansion. Fractures like of with, time. Like with every expansion. No, sadly. It, sadly, that was just one. That was only one? That was just one expansion, Fractures of Time. It took us as long to put the game up as it did to play it. <sighs> Inserts. So in, I mean, they put away nicely, but... Insert your review here for Anachrony. <laughs> Here what is go. it you like about Anachrony? And did you enjoy Fractures of Time? And would you play with it every time? Or do you prefer base Anachrony? The, the base game is probably still the same as my first one. The 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 expansion, I would need to play again. Because anything that has like a new addition on the base game, I always take my time with. It's Every uh, time. It's, uh, just, it's just how I am. But for now, Anachrony is... Fractures... Of time, it is just fractures. Maybe it's multiple fractures. Fractures of time adds this thing where you can, it adds these flux a resource where you can blink and you go from, you can move your mech from one spot on the board, the main board, to another spot on the main board, or there's another board. Basically, you can move the same mech twice now, which is a nice addition. I really enjoyed it. It extends your player board and gives you more options. And it's, yeah. It, it Which, for a game that's already got a lot going on, this adds even more. So it is very tough. Very. It's very tough. And it's one of those games that's on the edge for me now of... Is the overhead, and this includes setting it up and putting it away. Yes. <laughs> is it worth it to break this game out? Now, granted, we did play this game for three hours. Uh, so uh, it's like the gameplay, I mean, it took me 45 minutes to put it up and even longer to set it up. I will say that Anachrony, I think my opinion of it is it is developed into a game that's more of a, an event game. I agree. So and it's like. I didn't even. I didn't realize it was so long to play. Right. And so there's certain games that when I when I think about them, I, I lop the majority of games into this category. If this is a light game or this is a filler game, this is my medium heavyweight games that are, you know, two hours long roundabout. But then there's games that are just when you're done playing them, you are exhausted. And Anachrony has slowly with all these expansions has turned into an event game. And these event games are I, I lop them in with like TI4 or or uh perhaps even Eclipse or Rebellion, Star Wars Rebellion, games that typically are two hours or more, even Diamonker, and require intense attention and thought, yes. and you're tired with it by the time, and it takes an effort That's to put it up. That's the brain burn. Yes. And so, you're exhausted afterwards. Right. And so Anachrony, I must say. So you might play just a quick filler when you're done, like Diamonker. Correct. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so Anachrony has slowly gone out of the category of just being a medium heavyweight game to me with all these expansions is now it is an event game which generally is just something we play once a year and then gripe about putting it away and then are but at the time still very impressed with it so would you rather play eclipse or anachrony anachrony so oh, wait, no eclipse is not his number fire. one okay here we go what is your number one do we need a drum roll barrage no drum roll needed i did not would not Enrique is a hardcore player. That is pretty. That Those list were like is pretty. Four hardcore, hardcore games. games. Yeah. Okay. And then this like sandbox shoot 'em up game. Okay. It, it's, yes. it's like I I, I you could played, have had Pictionary in there. Might as well have. I I have gotten into into games of where it doesn't hold my hand. It doesn't it doesn't really teach me how to play the game. It just like shows me a couple of things and then I figure out on the on the way 
You do uh, like heavy games. That's crazy. It's just it's just how it is. It's, if you can explain something to me of a mechanic and I and I can recognize it, I'll play it and I'll love it because it doesn't it doesn't always tell me like, oh hey, you need to keep doing this, do this, do this, do this. Like every five five seconds, it's just it's boring. So it's- what's a game that just just barely missed being in your top five? He doesn't do honorable mentions. He's like me. He's decisive. Yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's like, if I... What was it? Good? No, you kept saying, I'm trying to think of what I can put in here. No, 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 no. This, it, li- this list is tight. Is there another one? Just give us one more that just bear- You like it, but it didn't make it in. So you can't even think of that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I had to like... Quit pressuring him. This is the five. Sorry, I'm sorry. Some but, of us are decisive. But, but Barrage, I love Barrage because like when we first played it, like with me and Jerry, it took us like three, three times to actually understand what was like what we had to do. And even before that, you, there were some rules that we weren't even like completely, like fully utilizing. I'm so shocked by this list. I am very, very shocked. Anachrony has been usurped. And barrage is more. It's more fightative. Or fightative. Fightative. Is that's that, a word. Combative. Combative. There we go. With with its uh, with its damn making, and I love How that. How dare you cuss on this podcast? <laughs> but I love it just so much. It's just it it, it especially with more players. Oh, it's so tight. With more That's players. this has been this is <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So just to, just piggyback off this idea of ratings. So recently, I've been utilizing the board game geek analysis. Uh, on BGG, being able to not only include various people who have asked to be, you know, put their usernames in to this geek group because we wanted to compile all the data from our listeners and be able to really do multiple things. One, see what our listeners' favorite games are, what games that they like to rank, and also be able to pick out some hidden gems because I like to look at other people's opinions and see are there particular games that I'm just not, I'm missing out on, like, or I haven't played. Speaking of hidden gems, Jim E. Hoffa. Nobody knows where he's hidden at. I watched The Irishman. That's three hours long. (laughs) And it it heavily implies that that Robert De Niro killed him. But where is he at? He's dead. Where's the body? Yeah, we don't. Nobody knows. Like, they can't find half the body. They think he's buried on the goalpost of New York Giants Stadium. He could be. But that's that's, that's another show for, for. Oh, what's his name to make? Who made the Irishman? Scorsese. Scorsese. I always forget his name. Scorsese just makes one type of movie. Yes, gangster. Why is that? Well, he's good at it. He knows. I know he's he's good at it, but why do you? Is he closely related to the mob? Like, does he have ties? Like, I always wonder. Like, he's very obsessed with making movies about the mob. They're all mob related. Yeah, it's weird, isn't the it? The Departed. I would love God, to, no, not love, Godfather. Love, Goodfellas. I'd love to see him make like a romantic comedy. Scorsese, <laughs> just something to throw everybody off. That's what I'm trying to think. Has he made, I mean, probably Aviator is like the closest thing to being off of not a mob movie. He does, he does period pieces of that time. Like it's always kind of same. From the mob era? Era. <laughs> yeah, the, the Roaring Twenties type. It's interesting. I, I think I think he's got connections. I don't know. Are you going to end up getting us a horsehead mail? Have you ever her? seen Heat? That had Al Pacino, Michael and Mann, De Niro, the Michael Mann film Heat. Uh huh. Yes. No, the Melissa McCarthy one with 
Elizabeth McCarthy and yes, Sandra Bullock. If it's Michael Mann, I've seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, Heat. Yeah, I love Heat. Miami Vice? Love it. It was greatly underrated. The Phil- Michael Mann, Miami Vice? Phil Collins is a gem. <laughs> did they and play that in that if one? I'm you sure don't did. feel it in the air tonight. I do. I do feel it in the air right now. You've upset me and you've thrown me off so <laughs> I did, much. I, well, I did not You're upset you. You're implying that Colin Farrell. Farrell? Farrell. <laughs> Because he has gone wild. Have you seen him as a penguin? He's oh, perfect. FYI, I'm really looking forward to his penguin movie. His penguin series, series coming out. Series. That's going to slap fish. Slap. I don't know there's a joke Don't there. talk about slap. That just happened recently. Slap heard around the world. Oh, nobody cares about that. <laughs> uh, which is another thing. Oh, my God. Here we go. As somebody who's been assaulted at various and slapped, and I myself have been the receiving on the receiving end of a lot of abuse on this podcast because <laughs> you often you, uh, you like to Chris rock it up and yell at me and all that stuff. So I am very sympathetic. Due to mental abuse on your part, I'm very sympathetic about being the one that you know. At the same time, I mean, what what what? I mean, I wouldn't slap you if you made fun of my baldness. I make fun of you being bald all the time, but you don't have alopecia. You have this baldness. I, just, I, I don't know what I don't know what I have. I just don't have hair. No, you don't have alopecia though. That's different. That's like patch. Oh. oh, sorry. That's like he cut you off your mic because he blew away uh, the audience. Alopecia is when you, this parts of your hair in certain areas fall off. It's like an autoimmune issue. Oh, okay. It can be brought on by various things, and so like you, you can. I think there's even some dietary things that can cause it. Uh, some medication. Well, the world is choosing sides, and I refuse to choose. You're not pro Chris Rock or pro Will Smith. No. You know what? There's bigger things happening in the world. I don't care. Mm. Why'd you bring it up? I literally told you earlier <laughs> with this waste of time, <laughs> and then you brought it up. Like well, I, we went from my yeah, talk about Michael Mann. You were acting like I was insulting Michael Mann movies, and I am not. I thought you were. Last of the Mohicans is one of my favorite movies of all time. But, but no, you were implying that, like, I did not imply anything. I'm just saying you were. No, I was just curious because Miami Vice bombed. It wasn't decla- It wasn't viewed as a all great movie. The, no, no. For oh, why you keep doing this? Why <laughs> you know exactly what set me off? You know that if a movie bombs, it doesn't mean anything about its quality. Like some of the greatest movies bomb. Like West Side Story bombed tremendously. Absolutely beautiful. And like Blade Runner 2049 bombed. Absolutely. Original Blade Runner bombed. Greatest movie. I mean, like there's just tons of movies that technically bomb or don't do very well in the in the box office that are awesome movies. So is Michael Mann one of your favorite directors? I like his style. He has a certain... What is his style? Tell me. Because I can't recognize it. Okay. So, like... Okay. When when you think of, like, the cinematography of his films, they're always very stylish. And he doesn't use, like, the best cameras. They always seem like to be very grainy. He he really does buy into the long shots of just music. The old-timey ways, like in the 90s, where they would just have people driving or doing something and just have the soundtrack in the background. Mm-hmm. He does that an awful lot. He does that in Heat, does it in everything. That's Mohican's great yeah. soundtrack. The shootout in Heat. Yeah. That is the sound to that. That scene. That is some just an audiophile's dream. That is some realistic, he knew what he was going for. 
and brought in people that knew what something should sound like, which what makes that scene just awesome. Val Kilmer, great in that movie. Great, Val Kilmer, good to see him back in the trailer for Maverick. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Looking forward to that show. All I love right. those pistols. You're I love me. it because I guns. love finger guns. I will say that trailer though, Top Gun is looking super cheesy. <laughs> like it. I'm pretty sure Enrique wrote the dialogue they for that show. A, I saw a poster of. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, and it's literally like the first time. I'm like, he's old. He's getting there, but he's like, I can see it on his face now. He's already shot the other Miss Impossible. Been, he's been ageless for a long he's time. Getting there. There's gonna uh, be a, there's gonna be a time where he is old. He finally looks old. That's gonna be devastating, and it will because that means we're old. Well, no, it means that. Because all the stars that like were big things when I was growing up, uh, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Val Kilmer, they're all old. They're getting there. But anyways, so yeah. Uh, so Michael Mann's like, the way that he shoots his films, there's always, his storytelling is always spot on. Like the way that he goes, he goes from... A to B to C, like he just he walks yeah. you down it. Like you're not gonna fall over trying to figure out what's going on. And again, the characters that he does, he it's always very gritty. I guess is how I would call a Michael Mann film. All of it's always very gritty. When you watch the new Batman film, for those uh, don't realize, if you're in the movie theater and you're watching it, they use this certain type of lens on the cameras that cause the edges of the film to be blurry. The next time you watch, which you go back and watch it on DVD or whenever, you'll notice that the screen on the edges of the Batman are all very, very blurry. But in the middle, as you get closer to the middle of the screen, they're much clearer. They use lower grade types of cameras and these types of lens so that it would force your eyes to the center of the screen. And I forget what they call those types of lenses. but that was Tilt shift. No, not tilt shift. No, it's a type of lens. That's a type of technique. Oh. I swear you don't pay attention. You ask these questions about cinematography and then you don't even pay attention. Well, I know that they use that tilt shift. To, like, that's what that, uh, when it's like everything's blurred out, but the center. But no, this is a type of lens. And then it's kind of like, I like that lens, like the beginning of the Sherlock Holmes series with Benedict, where mm-hmm. it makes everything look like toys. Like little, it looks like little toy things, but it's like the lens makes it look like far off. But you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about the about the intro? Yeah. Where everything's fast yeah. and it's pulled out? Yeah. Yeah, I don't try. Yeah. But it looks like toys, but it's real. Oh, I don't know how toys. to describe it. Oh, I, it. I think it's a tilt shift lens. It might be. Zen- Zenovo lens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blurry edges are often the result of Zenovo lenses Zenovo. not being accurately centered over the. Uh, that's my TV, a Zenovia. Well, that's an actual. Um, that that's a that's a those Zenovo lenses though are actually a mistake. That that's. that's but when you do uh, that on Instagram, like you tilt shift it, it, you blur out everything except whatever you want to focus yeah, on. Yeah, and if you don't do it right, then the bunny ears don't focus that's right. right. That's right. Anyways. Getting off of that, where was I? I can't remember now because we went to Michael Mann, Scorsese. What were we talking about? I was talking about ranking stuff, right? Right. Oh, uh, uh, analysis, uh, analysis, uh, geek buddy, geek buddy. So number one in the Facebook group and on our guild on BGG, you want to want to have your username with BGG added into the geek buddy analysis for our like people's choice awards. Please. Send me an email, boardgamesnobs at gmail.com, or on the Facebook group, or on the Guild. We'll add you in. reason this is very interesting is that, oh, and, and before I get sidetracked off this, rank the games, please. 
according to how you feel about them in connection with the rating on BGG. So if you look at each little star rating through the 1 through 10, it will give you a description of what each ranking means. It seems like, just at glancing at the ratings, lots of people like lots of games. And it makes me wonder if people either don't understand the ratings or they're only ranking games that they really, really like. Some of the people that I have discussed this with say they only play games that they generally know they're going to like or like. Because we had this discussion several times on the podcast before about me and you say, well, the general rating should be five because it's average. So all of your ratings should average five because that's the average. But then people say, no, well, I know I, I do lots of research before I buy a game and I know that I'm going to like it. So therefore I play mostly games I know are going to be a seven or eight or above. Whereas me and you, oftentimes we play games just because we're like, okay, people are playing this game. Let us play it. We don't really care for it. It's it's a four. Or, you know what? It's it's average. And for us, average is five. On BGG, five is not really the average. Like even on its the words it says, it's like mediocre. Like six to me is okay. on BGG is okay, which is average to me. Like this when I say this game's okay, I mean that's a five to me. So that's a little bit skewed. You don't think that mediocre is the average? No, to, to me, like five is okay. Like it's not bad. It's not good. It's okay. Okay. Well, the definition of mediocre is of moderate quality, moderate being in the middle. There you go. Doing definitions. Again. Not very good. So it's. it's no, that, no, that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm not saying it's not very good. I'm not saying it's not very bad. It's me. It's rather mediocre. Which mediocre, <laughs> yes, it's mediocre. It's right in the middle. I think people don't don't understand that that that's what that means. People think mediocre. They they assume it. And, and a matter of fact, even some here's a common English dictionary. Some dictionaries accept the meaning of this word as medium or average. In okay. fact, its connotations are almost always more negative. So when something is distinctly not as good as it could be, it's mediocre. So it depends. Well, that's right. So there's there's a lot of back and forth on that. But the the, the term of it, when I think of a five or something being mediocre, I mean it's it's fine. It's, when it's, I think of a five, I think of a game that if you suggest we play it, fine. If not, fine. I on mine, my highest, the one I have given the most rankings to is a six. Just slightly above, mm-hmm. but that's that's and that's just okay. Me. That's okay. That's that's what's what that's. I think the definition of but that. Then you're kind of splitting hairs. Well, no, I just like I like I think people don't understand the rating system. I like when they think about it, or maybe they do, and they're only ranking games. Well, I, I actually do like that BGG says it's okay, and then it says whatever. Right. Yeah. It. I would play if brought up. Right. Whereas mediocre is like I could take it or leave it. Like, I think that second edition is very helpful. Yeah, it's trying to get you to to understand what that rate is. I'm looking up the... So, like, an, a six is okay, we'll play if in the mood. Five is take it or leave it. Mediocre. But but that's what I'm saying. Those two are kind of cutting hairs to me. Splitting hairs. Cutting hair. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Because take it or leave it, or if I'm, if I'm in the mood, well, depending on the mood I'm in, I could take it or leave okay, it. Okay, so <laughs> here, here's the deal, then. What, did you, what would you rate a game that you don't really think is very good, but you could play it again? 
A five. That's technically a four on BG by their definition. Three? Okay. So, so, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying is that a three is bad. I likely won't play this game again. So, I know a lot of if games. If I rate something a four, I'm not looking to play it again. To me, that's what I'm saying. If it's below five, I'm not looking to play it again. Okay. But by, here's the thing, though. That's And this is, and you're illustrating my point. You are ranking it wrong. Rank it Per this, you're making up your own definitions. Well, when I Just read that, it I write it according to what they this. say. I know. Because I'm not looking at it, I can tell you what it's telling me. Right. But that's what I think most people are doing. Because most people, when they rank a game, they're thinking 7, 8, or 9, 10. I mean, all of them consistently are ranked and maybe they could just be and i think that's probably the case they are just ranking games that they really like like they're not thinking to go rank a game well but for a lot of people just go ones or tens i know that's another but that's what i'm like i have some games that are ones i will don't even talk to me about star trek conflict right but there are games like we, me and Charday just we we have a mini pod session recorded put out sometime when there's a lull Mandala Stones. It's super okay, kind of boring. To me, it's a four. Right. It's okay. I, I will sell it ASAP, but it's not something that will... If if like I went to a friend's house and they're like, I'm going to head you over to play this game with me, Mondala. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh my God, no, I refuse. Right. I'll play it. I'm not going to necessarily enjoy it. I'll be bored the whole time we play it, but I will play it. Whereas there's other games, such as Star Trek Conflict, well, I'm like, no, I absolutely refuse to play that game because I hate it. Okay. Well, I just think, and I, that, that's the interesting thing that I'm finding with these stats. And so, basically, our top 25 will stretch all the way through April. And so, that's probably as long as we're going to let everybody will have time to update and join the geek analysis thing. And so, in May is when we'll actually look through and I'll run the numbers and then we can kind of suss out all the game rankings and I can kind of tabulate all the various votes. For instance, right now, and I think the group has about 140, 150 people in it. Uh, from the data that we've pulled so far, there's like about seven, 7,400 games been, been rated. And the average first rating, now, and by, mind you, this isn't all, this is collecting data from Board Game Geek, but I'm utilizing Geek, the Geek Group app. It's not an app, actually. It's it's a web-based website, a geek group. If you've never heard of it, it's amazing. It does all types of different tabulations and stats than, than Board Game Geek. But the average first rating for everybody in this group is a 6.9. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but the average plays after that, the on the second rating of a game, meaning that they've played the game more and went back and re-rated it, the second ratings average is 7.3. So that's really high. So it really seems like people are increasing games. So a matter of fact, out of the 7,000 games so far tabulated, over 600 increase in rank. The members go back 663 and they increase the rank of the game, whereas about 1,500 will decrease the rank. So it's very interesting. Kind of goes back and forth. So so it's it's these numbers are boring. But it's interesting that people play stuff and go up and down. What do you mean it's boring? We just got an email I think I need to read. Like this just came in. Okay. From Lee Lei Wang. Treat as immediate. Dear Mr. and or Mrs. 
Let me start by introducing myself. I'm Lei Wang, Executive Director and Chief Financial Officer of Bank of China, in parentheses, Hong Kong. I will need you to assist me in executing this business project from Hong Kong to your country, 65 million United States dollars only in my branch. What does that mean? I don't know. Please endeavor to observe utmost discretion in all matters concerning this issue. If you are interested, please get back to me. Finally, after that, I shall provide you with more details of this operation Kind regards, Lei Wang. Guess what? Next year, we're going to Aircon. Did that come to our email? No, I don't know where that came to. It came to your email. People are spamming you. This is why. No, this is legit. It's from Lei Wang. I can't believe you don't like my stats. It's very interesting. (laughs) Stats are boring. What's boring about (laughs) You were talking about 65.7%. It's because you won't pay attention. I tuned out because I got an email offering me $65 million. If you would pay attention, you'd find it interesting. Are you hearing me? $65 million. We can go to all the cons from here on out. I'm buying those SM Sure SMV78s or whatever. They're like $400 microphones. We are set, guys. Lei Wang's bailing us out. No, close down the Patreon. We don't need it. <laughs> Lei Wang's got our back. I need to reply, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wang. <laughs> Okay. We are definitely interested in you executing this business project from Hong Kong. Email him back. <laughs> email Let's see if he emails us back. Let's keep this going. We'll follow up on the next podcast. Email him. Let me have your phone. I'll email him. Uh, wait, wait, what happened? To you? Did what's his name ever respond to you from Little Rock? The uh, no Avenger. The Avenger. The uh, no, I'm, he did not. Forget his name. I can't remember his name now. The superhero that got it. Was yeah. Protected. Yeah. No, he never did. Which is very sad. If, if Lei Wang screws me, I'm going to get him on it. I've messaged him. He will avenge numerous me numerous times. He will avenge me. Well, that's going to conclude this episode. Oh, this was a rousing 200th episode. Thanks a lot, Bubba. Four and a half for letting years. Us down. I know you can't trust this guy. But if you're going to be at BGG Spring, give us a shout out. Let us know. Also, if there are any games that you would like for us to try out that you think are like hidden gems or you want our opinions on. We'll probably have better access to them at BGG, which is really what I'm looking forward to. Enrique, any final words? That sounds very violent. (laughs) Very violent. Final words. I mean, for the episode. Oh, it's like you're going to knock him off. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, did you you tell him? I didn't say last words. Scorsese. Oh, yeah, we already covered that. That won't be. Yes, you're going to be in Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, Belize. Belize. Bangkok. Bank, you're not Bankoff. Bankoff. <laughs> I think that's where Lou Wang is at. He's at Bankoff. <laughs> we're having a bank off. <laughs> Good Lord. But you... no, this is enjoyable. I always love doing the. Uh, I'm glad you might come back. I might come back. Thanks for coming, you might come back. I'm glad you could. I had a good time here, fellows. Thanks for having me on. Congra- congratu- <laughs> congratulations on that 200 hours. You're finally the old eldest Ooh. ring or whatever that, that is. <laughs> no, now what are you going to do with your life? I'm uh, probably just like sulk. Oh, okay. What's yeah. the next big, next big game coming out? I don't know. It's just like, it, that's probably like the only big uh, game that was good for like mm. this entire year. So sad. That is sad. I know lots of people are into it, but have you? Are you into that Horizon Forza West or whatever? Oh yeah, that's also a good game too. Michael Langford's all into that. Yeah, thinks it's the greatest game of all time. Okay, so Elden Ring or Forza Uh, West Horizon, like difficult, like just like 
gameplay wise, I'd rather play Elden Ring. Uh, okay, well there you go, Michael. Frack your stupid game. Hot, what Enrique said. Like, if, I, if I wanted like a like a story based game, it'd be it'd be for, Forbidden West. Forbidden West. I've been saying all that wrong. It's just like that's how it is. If mm. I wanted like they, they're both good games, I I just like the gameplay better for. Why is the West forbidden? That's my question. Something about like some evil machine monster thing. It's like oh, it's like hey, we're just like hey, you know what? I, I don't forbidden. Know. I don't know. Just Every, making up rules. The East is wide open. Like the parents. I, I haven't finished it yet. I, I'll probably do that as soon as I get back home. The East oh, is wide know. open. The east, the east. No, the East has already been explored. Forbidden. The, east, yeah. the West is forbidden. But East, the, you can all have at it. The prequel, Welcoming East. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for this mediocre 200th episode. <laughs> it was I'm, fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I, like I give it a five. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'd do it again. I might. I could take it or leave it. I though. could. Yeah. It's a fine, fine for a five. If the microphones were hooked up, I'd do another one. <laughs> yeah. I'm Gobby, this, the host. This is Jerry. Sorry. This, this is. An- Thank you for listening to the board game snobs. Stay classy.